why would Disney prevent the production or the release of Sound of Freedom? Is the U.S. government actually a third-party partner and a middleman to child sex trafficking? Let's talk about it as we watch your culture stray further every day. Jonathan Fiala here sitting in uh, the chair of theology and as host. To my left, I've got the Justin. How's it going? Hello there. It's going good. You know, it's been a nice, good long weekend. I got a little sun. You got a lot of you sun. You know, I haven't put the vitamin E oil on it yet to make myself yeah. look prettier. But, you know, it's been a good, good yeah. time. You better put a lot yeah. of vitamin E, dude. Yeah. <laughs> canoeing. <laughs> anyway, we went canoeing, and he got, he got like, really, we both got burned. But uh, you are in the chair of philosophy today, so thank yes, you for sir. sitting there. And then uh, Mr. Steve in the yes, chair sir. of culture. I'm working it, and I may step over in politics and politically speaking incorrect, and uh, I do think the government is... We'll get to it, but yes, it's obviously <laughs> yeah, we, it's obviously. I think we all bounce some chairs today. Yeah, it's, 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 so. it's, it's obviously the case, and then also, uh, you know, I'll chime in, in the chair of economics. Anyone else is able to? All of this is driven by economics, and that's yes. something that I think people really just don't get, and it's it's unfortunate. And there are a lot of people who are funneling and pushing money into this without even realizing that they are. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. So. Fair warning to our listeners, if you have kids in the room, yes. this is a bit of a heavier top topic uh, that you may not Maybe. want your kids to be privy to yet. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing for adolescents to hear about and know that it's happening, um, but you may not want your younger ones listening in. Yeah, it's Correct. good for something for kids to be aware of and know what's happening. So, Mr. Producer, if you could pull up... What is The Sound of Freedom? If you've been missing the currently largest grossing, as of the filming of this podcast, the largest grossing film in uh, the theaters, it blew Indiana Jones out of the water, at least. Uh, I believe it is the largest grossing as of right now. you can fact check so. me. I might be wrong. But uh, it's it just a uh, from nowhere film. Pull up the Fox News on the uh, uh, Firefox capture, and you'll want to do it on the Firefox and do a full screen. So, and start it from, yeah, start it from the beginning. Yep. And, yeah, you're just going to have to hit play. Fox News has a terrible web player, so go ahead and start it and hit play, please. Why are you doing it? This is the trailer. Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. Such a powerful movie. Sound of Freedom, starring Jim Caviezel, is based on the inspiring true story of Tim Ballard. He quit his job at DHS to rescue children from sex traffickers in third world countries. It just came out on Monday, and it's already surpassed expectations. Sound of Freedom is the number one film in the country. Joining me now, star of the movie, actor Jim Caviezel. Jim, so great to have you here. What was it about Tim Ballard, his story, his mission, that captured your imagination, and you said, I have to play this role? Uh, The script was phenomenal. I saw a movie taken years ago, and then this is a real story about taken. And the, it's a quintessential good versus evil. 
and those that want to protect the children and those that want to exploit the children. Mm. So it's good versus evil. In our time right now, so many things that are happening across the border where children are disappearing and whatnot. And um, I looked at it and I thought of my own children. And mm. would I defend with them? Would I defend them with my life? Absolutely, without a, even a thought. And Tim is that guy. Yeah. Amazing guy, incredible mission, this mm-hmm. Underground Railroad Network he set up. You and I went Pause on it. a little outing the yeah, other day to enough. the theater, and we surprised... So, link in the description below. As always, uh, there's a little thing where they go and they surprise people at the theater. It's a fun watch. Uh, link in the description if you want to find that. But, all that to say, it's a great movie, right? We've all seen it. Uh, yeah. Excellent Through my movie. tears the whole time, but yeah. Yeah, same uh, so, and, and and I want to talk about that in a moment. But before we get there, it's a, it's a very powerful movie. It's a very powerful movie. But one of the things that is really messed up is that Disney sat on this for five years. It was produced five years ago in 2018. Yes. This movie was produced by Fox. Disney bought Fox, or at least that part of Fox. You know, there's yeah, but, the movie right. section. And then they actually canned it, and so, and it, it actually got revived out of out of movie hell or purgatory by Angel Studios, and brought in. And so, and if you could pull that up, Brian, pull that up on the Firefox capture, please. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, do your magic there. Uh, but that's going to be the Newsweek article. Goes. Watch. What did you think of Jim Caviezel's pa- performance? That. He's a very great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> go to the Newsweek article on uh, Disney can the movie, please. So what what you'll find is is that they sat on this for five years, and then Angel Studios had to revive it. Here's a question: Why would Disney? Thank you, Brian. That's good enough. Why would Disney? Uh, and this is on Newsweek. Fact check true, by the way. Newsweek begrudgingly, like they 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 really did not want to say that this is true, because it feeds into the so-called QAnon um, conspiracy theory that they're afraid that this is producing, even though this has nothing to do with Q. By the way, Q is 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 weird. So yeah, thank you, Ryan. That's enough. Uh, QAnon is, is, a, is a very different thing where they talk about Trump is still in charge of the military and he's still having tribunals and he's actually had Hillary Clinton executed. That's not anything to do with this. This is a real story about a guy named Tim Ballard. Right. Okay. This is about a guy named Tim Ballard and who actually he was down in uh, uh, Central America. He was trying to do a sting. The U.S. government said, nope, this is costing too much. These aren't Americans. We don't care anymore. And Tim Ballard said, you know what? Screw it. And he mm-hmm. asked his wife, he said, honey, do, what do you think? He's thinking she's going to say no. And so I'll, I'll come back home. And she goes, no, go save the kids. And so he and some other courageous, heroic people went and, and did this sting operation where they got hun, you know dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of kids. Uh, ultimately, when they went to, uh, was it Haiti or the Dominican Republic, they went and saved even more. Dominican and by the way, that's going to be the next movie. That's going to be the next yeah. movie. It's going to be the next movie. Uh, so, but that kind of lends to an interesting question. It's a powerful movie. Why would Disney can it? And there's there's a few reasons. Okay, so so tinfoil hat off for a moment. Tinfoil hat off for a moment. Let's let's think about this. Why would Disney not want you 
to to see that there's 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 two options one would be that it's uncomfortable and that it's not on brand but then you look at how everyone reacted to cuties you guys remember cuties yes no right yes. uh bring up uh just do a google search on cuties uh and 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 when you're ready let me know uh and, and have that framed up in the firefox the capture. only cuties i know are the little oranges that you had for snack after oh, school. Dude, well, no. if you squeeze this one of these on, cuties, you get uh, uh, two years in probation for child molestation. This was on <laughs> Netflix, and it was by the media, like, oh, praised as this, oh, fantastic show, and it's, oh, it's so wonderful. It's about coming out on girls and blah 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 and, and you look at that rating it's a 1.3 star rating is that a five or ten ryan i can't see that's out of five is that out of five yep. yeah 1.3 no. out of five so that was largely the audience saying this is horse oh, tripe is that You're, the with the girls twerking the, yeah. the girls yeah. twerking on the, stage yes uh, and so mm-hmm. everyone was okay mm-hmm. with little girls twerking but without showing a single image of a trafficked child without showing a single sex scene not showing girls popping and locking their butt at, to the cheers of other people not nothing like that sound of freedom was shot down right you know and i think i mean maybe conspiracy theory you know, but we can go there. Um, you know, the tagline for this movie is God's children are not for sale. And yeah. as soon as you put God in that tagline, Disney's going to have a hard time wanting to put it out. 100%. Because if they start bringing God into their movies, they have to look at the rest of their movies and go, where's the God? Oops, we've taken him out. And that's that's option number one, and I or sorry, option number two actually, and it, it's not entirely tenfold, Hattie, but it it's goes against their message. Well, and I and I think that one of the options could also be is that this is a an absolute truth about what goes on and how many kids are actually disappearing in the United States. Not just in other countries, but in the United States. So l- let me sit in the political chair for just a second, hypothetically. You know, for those in audio, I'm not running over to the chair to sit in there. I would pay to see that. But, um, oh, no. Well, you, d- don't don't dare me. Anyway, uh, sitting in the political chair for a moment. If a show like this were to come out, think about the – also in the economics. Think about the uh, – um, ESG score issue for Disney. Imagine for a moment that you have an ESG score film like this that's so low because it, where does most trafficking go? Sex and labor. You know who really loves all of that cheap, cheap labor? (laughs) The people who are focused on the bottom line. One of the things that people don't realize is that Republicans have never been, not in recent memory, big business. By and large, they've been small and medium business. They've been they want free economy and free running. But look at look at who Pfizer, Moderna, look at who HEB, look at who Walmart supports with their funds. It's not Republicans. Nope. And part of that is the labor issue. And you have these people who are brought up and 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 brought in. And we're going to talk about this in a minute. But they are brought into 
the United States and they now have a debt to pay and they're basically in slavery. And that's the labor, not the sex, the labor trafficking. And you think that doesn't happen anymore because you see it in movies all the time, right? You see that idea of, you know, oh, I can't get out of my, you know, my debt. I can't get out of my debt. Someone finally pays for my debt. And, oh, it's a happy ending to the movie. We see it in movies all the time. And it makes us think, well, this doesn't happen anymore. Right. And that's just not true. It is still happening. It's just not as widely seen. It's not as public because people know they have to keep it private. And if they don't, their family will suffer retaliation back in Colombia or wherever. They're going to suffer retaliation. So, of course, they're going to play ball. And so that's something that I think I think is, is really missed on people is that there is a labor issue at play here. And what's really frustrating is that the United States government does not want to fix it. And case in point, case in point, if you can bring that uh, uh, one story up, Mr. Producer. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and make the transition and go ahead and pull up that one story about Senate Bill 14 in California being uh, blocked. Find the find the one about it being blocked, please. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll oh, talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because here you have a bill where you have uh, bipartisan support across across the floor where the bill's being sponsors and everyone's excited about it going through. Then it goes through the committee where it's going to get approved for a final vote and they strike it down. So go ahead and pull up that clip, please. And we will watch that. You're going to have to full screen it. Yeah, go ahead and full screen and play it, please. Well, of course, the... Fascist state of California. You have to speak closer to the mic, oh, but yes. Yeah. Of, cor- of course, it's in state California. Of California. Today rejected a measure that would make human trafficking of a child a serious felony. Experts say right now those convicted of trafficking people under the age of 17 are able to get out of prison early and serve much less time than what they're sentenced to. Why? Case Area 3 Capital correspondent Ashley Zavala explains both sides of this issue and why the lawmaker who wrote this bill was shocked by the vote today. Yeah. California lawmakers in the Assembly Public Safety Committee today blocked a bill that would have defined human trafficking of a child a serious felony. This would have made it a strikeable offense, meaning it could put people convicted of trafficking children away for longer if they are convicted of trafficking them again. Right now, those convicted are eligible for early release credits, meaning their sentences can be significantly reduced. Supporters say this measure would have changed that. But opponents say more prison time doesn't get to the root of the problem and say there are already laws on the books that can put traffickers away for a significant amount of time. This bill them. was halfway through the legislative process. It passed unanimously through the state Senate with broad bipartisan support. State Senator Shannon Grove, who authored the bill, told us she was blindsided by today's vote. You can um, pass a note to a bank um, and rob a bank. You can commit arson, and that's considered a serious felony. But to traffic a minor child in the state of California is not. That's something wrong. I mean, I'm talking 0 to 17 where the average age is 10. And they would not pass this bill. Now, the vote tally was 2 to 0. Sad. No dem- Sad. So, okay. Now, I want you to pull up the next, the next one because there is hope. There is a good hope for this story. And I want to bring it up and then I want us to talk about it. Oh, we're going to talk about it. And then I want to I really open it up and we're going to talk about it. So go ahead and get that full screen, please, sir. And let's roll it. 
Reversal of a decision following intense pressure from state leaders and public outrage. A key group of lawmakers changing their minds today on a proposed child sex trafficking law. On Tuesday, the Democrat-led State Assembly Public Safety Committee blocked a bill that would make that crime a serious felony. Well, today, state leaders forced the group into an emergency hearing to move it forward. Hello, I'm Galston Dark. I'm Lisa Gonzalez, KCRA 3 Capital Correspondent. Ashley Zavala has been following this closely throughout the week. And Ashley, what was the tipping point? It seems like they've done some backtracking. Yeah, Lisa, I mean, there was public outrage. There was serious political yeah. blowback, including from Governor Gavin Newsom, who stood up yesterday and advocated for this proposal that was written by a Republican. The committee's initial decision shocked many because this bill had broad bipartisan support from both Democrats and Republicans. It cleared the state Senate unanimously before all of this drama. Today, the Assembly Public Safety Committee had no choice but to approve it. Good. John Sawyer. Aye. In a forced emergency meeting, the Assembly Public Safety Committee passed a bill to make selling a child for labor or sex a serious felony in California. That measure passed. Selling our children should not be an option in the state of California, and today I just... Uh, I uh, am excited that the Public Safety Committee reconsidered the bill. Republican State Senator Shannon Grove wrote the measure that prevents repeat child traffickers from getting out of prison early and subject to harsher sentences if they continue to commit the crime. Okay. The committee's leader says the bill still needs work. I'm trying to get to a perfect bill so that we're able to, to help these no, you're not. in a way that's never been done before. No, you're Thank you, not. Mr. Chair. Good morning. Neither Assemblyman yeah. Reggie Jones-Sawyer nor any other Democrat on the committee was willing to vote for the bill days ago, but following intense bipartisan backlash approved the measure six to nothing Thursday. Two Democrats, Assemblymembers Mia Bonta and Isaac Bryan, still abstained with concerns the bill could criminalize trafficking victims. And that's one, one who's a victim of a violent crime like human trafficking can be charged or put in prison for that. That is not my intent. That is not what the bill says. My trafficker, he did get um, locked up five years and then, you know, he gets out and he's still, you know, reaching out. Dominique Brown was once a trafficking victim. Now she's helping dozens of children who are also victims from the central Valley. The youngest, she says, is 11 years old. I love the fact that you can, they can feel safe again knowing, and the trafficker knows like that our kids are off limits. This bill, knowing like you can spend the rest of your life in jail if you come for our children, um, is a game changer. Okay, thank you. Let's the go. bill has a couple of... So, all of that to say that there's a couple of very important takeaways here. And then I, I, I want to throw a couple takeaways out and then I want to get y'all's, y'all's reaction. Because here's the thing. That is still a three-strike offense. You can be caught hustling 20 kids into sex brothels or into the fields or into kitchens or to, to work behind closed doors. You can do that three times before you just get life. That's what that, that very small victory, that's what that just was. That's all that was. And they didn't even want to do that. Because they wanted a perfect bill. No, it, and, and what's interesting is, is that all of the Democrats on that committee voted against it. Every single one of them. Because they're holding a party line. Because, again, right. and, and you wonder, who has something to lose? Yeah. Who has something to lose here? Someone has something to lose because we all agree that I'm sorry. There, I, 
unless you are sick in the head, we can all agree that five-year-old, a five-year-old girl does not deserve to have a man prey on her in the way that these little girls are being preyed upon. No one, we all can agree. So there's something else wrong. There's some other reason why they are voting against it. There's something. And my question is, why? Is it ideological? We can talk about that. There's a lot of reasons why it would be ideological. They don't believe that prison sentences do the job. Guess what? I agree. They don't. The recidivism rate's incredible. Put them down like a dog. Yeah. You're involved uh-huh. in selling a child like that? You know, they, it, it's not just the girls that, that a lot of these guys are going after that they're selling them to. It's little boys. It's, it's both. I mean, boys and girls. I mean, it's just like on uh, Sound of Freedom. They show this little boy. They're selling that little boy to men for sex. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing was is, you know, in, in one of the interviews that I've watched on a bunch of this stuff doing the research, they talk about with, with drugs, it's a one-time sale. With them, yeah. it's you can sell them Five, five or times six, a day. seven times a day. That's a hundred and fifty billion dollar enterprise. Enterprise a year. So for the Super Bowl here in Houston, we had a gal who uh, was was talking about how she was trafficked as a young girl, and she said it was like a morbid doctor's appointment. So th- this is what sex trafficking looks like. This girl says it was like a doctor's appointment. You had. 45 minutes of time and a 15-minute changeover. And it was on the hour for eight hours she worked. Worked. She was worked over. And this is what... The, and they rented hotel rooms directly next to mm-hmm. the stadium where they could hustle the guys in. They got one hour of time total. Well, 45 minutes. And she had a 15-minute changeover, I think is what, it was what it was, something like that. And she described the clockwork of it. She had just enough time to wash, clean, reset the sheets and go again and they had dozens and dozens of these women in and and boys whatever whatever you want in these rooms and they were rented out and the pimps were making boku dollars you cannot tell me that that girl who's there again in many cases against her will or she's being coerced and we can have the conversation about coercion okay it's a different conversation but you can't tell me that that guy deserves to walk free he deserves Sick. one strike. He's a menace. He's someone who has actually harmed a number of people in a way that is that is worse than some people would argue is worse than death. Yeah. So Super Bowl, by the way, biggest human human trafficking event. It's almost one hundred and twenty thousand people are trafficked mm-hmm. every Super Bowl. And who goes to the Super Bowl? The rich people, and the rich people have the money. To pay for these things, to keep it secret, to whatever, right? Super Bowl is a massive, massive human trafficking and child trafficking event. It -hmm. is one of the biggest individual events in the world for child and human trafficking. And who mostly goes to it? Men. Well, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, women, women do get off on this stuff, too, but it's rare. It's typically it's typically the men. Yeah, Yeah. it's typically the men. Um, It's it's ugly. And it's gross. Um, and, and I don't understand how it keeps happening. It, it boggles my brain. 
how this keeps happening. And then I look at the laws like this that don't get passed, that we don't want to pass because party lines. We don't want to pass because it's not perfect. Screw perfect. Protect the children. If you don't do it perfect, then fix it later. But you have to start somewhere. You know what it's about? People putting money mm -hmm. in a politician's pocket. There's something in, and there's something going on there. So I want you to pull this up, Mr. Producer. I, on that note, I want you to pull something up. It's the, uh, uh, I believe it's the Forbes one. It's that YouTube, U.S. is the middleman clip. I believe it's a Forbes, uh, if I remember correctly. But it's a YouTube video. Go ahead and pull that one up, please. Where this lady, so just to set up the, this, the story while he's pulling up that clip. This lady has been uh, sent to work at the border with the Biden administration oh, in uh, 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 was it uh, Operation uh, Artemis, Artemis in attempting right. to correct or uh, look at how to deal with the migrant children crisis. And people say, don't you want an open border? Well, this is the kind of stuff that happens when you allow that is you have people who say, I can traffic children and there's no scrutiny. There's no scrutiny. And so this sort of thing happens. Go ahead and pull that up, Mr. Producer, please. I thought I was going to help place children what she saw. in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, whether it's intentional or not, it could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives of children. As for me, my interest is the safety of the children. I do not view this as a political issue. I view this as a humanitarian issue. I assure you, my motives are the highest and best. I want the children protected. So I want to tell you some of what I witnessed personally at the Pomona Fairplex. This is heartbreaking. I saw vulnerable indigenous children from Guatemala who speak Mayan dialects and cannot speak Spanish. That means they cannot ask for help in English. They cannot help for, ask for help in Spanish. They become captives of their sponsors. I have sat with case managers as they've cried to tell me the horror of what has happened to children as they make the journey to this country. I saw apartment buildings where 20, 30, and 40 unaccompanied minors have been released. I saw sponsors trying to simultaneously sponsor children from multiple ORR sites at one time. I saw sponsors using multiple addresses to obtain, obtain sponsorships of children. Gotta catch them And all. I saw numerous cases of children in debt bondage and the child knew they had to stay with the sponsor until the debt was paid. Realizing that we were not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern day slavery with wicked overlords was a terrible revelation. Okay. So think about that for a minute. That's reality. Here you have the idea of, oh, 
this sounds nice. This sounds kind. We want open borders. We want to allow people to do this, this, or that. We want to allow them to come into our country. We want to allow them opportunity. That's what the opportunity looks like. You, what What is ORR, John Arthur? I'm do trying to remember just, what, 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 what. I can't remember. But it's 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 one of the. Um, it's the office. I think it's the office of something, something. But what, 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 it's a it's a processing station. You, could you look that up, uh, Mr. Producer? What You're going to have to look that up. R? I'll look it up. Okay. You're going to have to look that up and send it to him if you can. Okay. But uh, with that said, here you have someone who's being promised prosperity, and instead what we're giving them is slavery. And why? Why? When we see the result. Why? I'm going to tell you my, my thoughts, and I want to get yours, because I know you're thinking. <laughs> so keep composing. I am. Keep composing, because here's, here's what I see. I see a donor class of big business that's actually benefiting from the labor. I see a business class. And by the way, you don't believe me? You want to know where most of the brothels are? In, let me rephrase this. You want to know the plurality of people who own brothels are in uh, uh, South Houston? They own a, If you see a hotel next to a dealership, a car dealership, if you see a hotel next to a car dealership, if it's on the same owned piece of property, there's a high probability that that is or was at one point a brothel. There's a high probability because it's easy for someone with that much money to just acquiesce and get the extra cash rolling in as they sponsor the brothel. Not in that same context, but you understand what I'm saying. You have a group of businessmen. There's a lot of businessmen in America. I am not pro business. I'm pro free economy, right? I'm not big business. I don't think big business is your friend. You look at Pfizer, you look at Moderna, you look at all these large corporations, you look at Disney, you look at uh, maybe not so much Apple right now, not so much Twitter, but some of these others, they do not have your best interests at heart. They don't care. They don't, they don't love you at all. And frankly, they're making money three ways from Sunday, and then they're also getting a voting base because who's going to give them amnesty who's going to free them from this slavery that they have now entrenched themselves in when they get citizenship daddy democrats so that is in my opinion that's the strategy that's what i think they're after and it's the sickest most vile way to go about winning a voter base I just don't understand why we're using children to give voters. I, you know, I. You could change this podcast name to Three Angry Men" right now, and it yeah. would fit. In case yeah. you all are wondering what is going through, I think our, it, through our heads, there's probably a, another word um, we could use other than "angry," but "peod." Uh, <laughs> righteous uh, anger yeah, is what I like to go with. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. that sanctified that. That frustration. Good. I buy it. Um, so four because we got we got Mr. Producer oh, yeah. and I know I know Mr. Producer is not happy with See, it. Either. But, but he just he he, he doesn't sick. express his anger in the same way. He looks sick. He looks like he feels really upset. Oh, he just he snapped at me. He said, "I am angry." He said, "You shut your face." Yeah. <laughs> he's over. That's not what I said. But basically, uh, you can hit the liar. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, oh so. My gosh. 
Come on, man. I will tell you, I'm so I'm tired during this podcast right now because I just got done working with kids, what? right? Um, what? at at church and what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's over. He's like, I raised two hundred of them. Um, but you know, I work with kids a lot, and when I look at these conversations about, well, why are we doing this? Why are we allowing the human traffic? I'm looking, going. It don't matter. Just stop it. Yeah. Right. Stop it. Get some help. Okay. It. I don't get why anybody would look and go, well, it's kind of worth the money. Or, well, maybe we turn a blind eye. As soon as you know, hey, the border is being used to traffic human, you know, up when you go up to Canada, okay, if you take someone who's not a family member and is under the age of 18, you have to get a notarized document saying, yes, I am allowed to take this child from the guardians. Not just one guardian, both guardians. And it has to be notarized. Down in Mexico... Not so much. Why the double standard when one is secure and the other one is absolutely known to be a problem for human trafficking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, so you look and go, why don't we require that? Why, why can't we require it? Because what they don't want to do is stop people from Mexico being able to come in and find the new life in America. I'm like, great. But when you got a white guy bringing over some little black kid, you have to kind of think, what do you mean that's your child? Right. And we don't and they don't. But everyone's like, keep the borders open, open up the borders. I'm like, so that you can get more kids through. Once you find out that the children are being hurt because of a decision you make, you should reverse your decision and look risk versus rewards. The reward of someone having a happy life is not worth the risk of a child being sexually molested, used for sex and sold. It is not worth ruining that child. Because let me tell you this. Even the kids who get out of the sex trade put themselves back into it. I have have seen it with a – I have seen it firsthand where somebody was saved from the sex trade and they felt their worth was only in what their body can give. And they put themselves back into it at 16. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. There's two things. Their worth, you, you just nailed it on the head. There's two things. That's the only place they ever found love, physical love, physical love that they were. And, and they're taught the only form of love is physical love. Correct. And so that physical love is something that they think it's not even physical love. I mean, it's not the way that one of us would treat a spouse. It's violence by nature. But. The problem is, is people do not want to touch damaged goods. And I get that. I, I'm, I understand that. But we have to also understand there has to be a way for healing. And we have to, by the way, as a church, we need to get away from shunning porn stars. We need to get away from shunning people who have come in, who've come in and they said, I want to be different. When they slip and fall, which they will, if they were, if they were in adult filmography, if they were sex trafficked, they're going to slip up. I don't know if it's going to be a full slip up and fall back fully, recidivize all the way into it, or if it's just going to be one issue, or if it's just in the mind. But they will slip because they're human. We've got to remember that these people are humans who are in the clutches of Satan, and we are resting them. With, you know, God's spirit is resting them from the grasp of Satan, and we're there to watch, and we're there to participate. You know, Satan don't want to give them up. 
No. He doesn't want to give them up at all. No. He don't want to get rid of them. He'll fight for them. Yeah. He, he'll, he'll keep whispering in their ear, telling them how sorry they are, how horrible they are, how you're you're not worth anything. Your only value is where you came and, from. Right. And, and the more and closer you get to God, the more he's going to get in your ear and he's not going to whisper. He's going to start raising his voice and telling you exactly how bad you are and how worthless you are. He's going to. But you've got to keep going forward. Our government, out of kids that have come across this border since the beginning of the year, has lost 85,000 children. Lost. 85,000. I mean, like, gone, missing. They have no clue where they're at. 85,000. Thousand kids. Hey, you tell me. Eighty-five thousand children. How are we okay with this? I don't get it. How can people sit there, know these statistics, know these facts, and not be pissed off? Why is this not the number one story? Why why, is this not the the main thing? Exactly. If you're in 1940s Germany, and you know you smell the smoke from the ovens. How do you not say, screw you, stop this, end it. And there were people who did and they died for it. But guess what? We're not there yet. We don't have that Nazi regime yet. We don't have it yet. We still have a chance. We still have the opportunity to make a difference. I I don't know why this isn't like a, a main thing on the media. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. But you know something? Media's complicit with you, it. As I was going to mm-hmm. say, do you, you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Look no further than the treatment of Hunter Biden and his underage work. Look no further right. than the treatment of, of uh, former Pre- Vice President Joe Biden with, with the way that uh, he treated his own daughter, showered with her when she's 14. She said that she had to, yes, her own diary. Yeah, right. you, you've, you haven't heard of this? No, I haven't. Only di- Ashley Biden. Oh my God! If you guys remember Ashley back Biden, in right. that time, I lived in Seattle. I stayed away from politics because easier to be uninformed than to have an opinion. Oh my God! So yeah. Ashley, I, I believe I believe her name's Ashley, right? Ashley Biden. I think so. One of the daughters, young Miss Biden, would write in her diary how uncomfortable her father showering naked with her in the shower was. I mean, I'm sorry. Now we put him in the White House again. There's a point. There's a point where you say, "Wait a minute." Wait a minute. Uh, someone called the police. I mean, this guy is and, and then you see what he does with 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 other people's kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And you that's know. the thing. So I'm for the people on audio. He was making a Joe Biden face. So I, I am Mr. Steve. sniffing. I am trained multiple times over and how to look for human grooming, human grooming, child grooming. <laughs> Okay, and how to identify red flags in how people act with children. Because the more you work with children, the more you start interacting with people, you go, "Mm, you probably shouldn't work with children. Yeah. Right. Uh And I have called a few of those out and I have kicked a few people out of ministries being like, yeah, I can't have you working with children. If you want to help, here's some crafts to cut out during the week, you know, but you're not going to work with the kids anymore. And I've been trained on that. And 
100%. You look at pictures and, and videos of Joe Biden, I'm like, that is too much touching. Oh, you know uh, what? Yeah. A side hug, okay? And maybe a little girl comes up to you, gives you a hug. Yeah, you give her a hug. You don't walk up to go, hey, sweetie, and put your arms around her around her and sniff her hair. Because that's somebody who's hoping to accidentally rub something. And rub yeah. and mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. yeah it, no. it is. And we have trainings on it. Yeah. You know, and he does it. But he gets away with it because, well, he's just an old man. He's from a different time. And, oh, he's just loving the kids. No, you know I'm sorry. That wasn't a it. different time. They would have kicked his butt. You know why the, he gets away 60s. with it? Because he's vice president and president. Former vice president. Yeah. Former vice president. He's just and former president. vice president. That's why he gets away with it. But yeah, it's a different podcast. <laughs> that's a, that's a topic for a different one. It's a different podcast. Um, you know, but, but all of that to say, why, why do we not stand up if we believe what we believe? If we really believe what we say we believe, Christians, why are we not stronger on this issue? This is a one vote issue. If you have someone who is not strong on this, you're not voting for them. If you're a Christian, I don't even care if you're a Christian. If you're a human, this has nothing to do with being a Christian. If you're now, anything less a than a Christian, yeah, that's exactly it. I know non Christians. Okay, I know very much non Christians. People who are against Christianity. And let's screw this. Yeah, one hundred percent are like, why are you touching children? It is yeah. not okay. Right. Period. It has nothing to do with being a Christian. Now, as a Christian, we are held to an even higher standard and told to fight for these children and protect the children, not just be disgusted by it. But even non Christians, if somebody disagrees with the idea of child trafficking is bad, don't vote for them. Period.com, end of story. And if you are, guess what? Now you're the problem. And I don't say that lightly. What yeah. is that, a website, period.com? Uh, it's the end period. of every website. Period. I mean, besides all the slashes. Oh, but, oh, you know. oh okay. I was just yeah. asking. Yeah. <laughs> all the slugs. Yeah, no, so I, I absolutely agree. I and that's something that I think, I think Christians don't, here. we don't really believe that it's happening. Just like I think that most Christians don't really believe that Jesus Christ died for their sins. Right. I think there's an incredible like disconnect that happens where if you really believe that Jesus was in the room with you every day, maybe you wouldn't be surfing porn sites. You know, you know maybe what it is? Maybe you wouldn't it's not... be so, so milk toast. It, it, milk toast? Milk toast. Is that like lactose intolerant, but milk toast no, no, intolerant? No, no, no. So someone's milk toast is just bland. They have no, they have no vim, no vigor. Oh. You ever heard that? No vinegar. Never, never heard, heard of milk toast. Yeah. No excitement. I never heard. Man. Oh, hey, we got This is why, must I'm, be this is why I'm not in the chair of culture because I'm uncultured. You must be. Um, sorry, go ahead. You were saying but, something. Yeah. It, what was I saying? So we were talking about. I said maybe if you really believed. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm not even sure it has anything to do with the, the whole belief because people will believe it's happening but there's not that realization of it is happening now and in front of me because you haven't seen it 
right because you haven't experienced it there's always something different between knowing something and then experiencing something right i can know the right things to say in a courtroom but until i'm in that courtroom you know i may not say the right things i'm I'm not you can have the theory of something but having the experience of it is different i will tell you i've experienced this i have met kids who have been through this it is real it is there you need to stop sticking your head in the sand and if you're one of those people who's like well i know it is but i just don't feel that anger find a group and i wish i had had a little bit more time uh yesterday because i was gonna i was trying to find some resources that i've used before and have worked with before um and i was gonna link them to you so you can link them in the bio all of that i, I just didn't have time um, because some of the ones I've worked with are no longer there because guess what? People don't want, you know, children to be saved. And so those get shut down a lot. Um, and find a group in your area and just read their webpage. Even you don't have to talk to them, read the webpage. I promise you they'll have stories on there. Yeah. And, and find a way to make it real. If you're one of those who you know it's real, but you just don't feel that anger, find a way to make it more real. You need to take that step out and go, I need to realize this deeper, so I need to do the research. So go and watch The Sound of Freedom. Go yeah. support that movie. And, and just understand something. Uh, one pastor friend of mine actually said uh, they didn't go far enough. And the reason why he said that is because, you know, he's worked with a lot of people. But uh, what Jim Caviezel and uh, Tim Ballard said in an interview with Jordan Peterson, by the way, really good interview. Go, go check it out. Yeah. Uh, they said, don't think that you can't take your kids to this movie because you want kids to see this. We want kids to see this. So we showed nothing. We were very, very intent on keeping it non-graphic because we wanted people to take their kids and their church groups and whoever their polite company, because the thing is, is we see this stuff and we know that at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's even worse than we could ever depict. But, but, but just go do your research, go look at it, go find mm-hmm. it, go seek it out and seek you, out the knowledge, not knowledge, the children. Absolutely. Uh, right. s- seek out the knowledge because you're, you're going to find that at, at the end of the day, this is something that can be prevented. It and, can. And part of it is on the supply side. So men, be men, be men. And that is not talking about your physicality. That's talking about your spiritual and mental responsibilities. The responsibility that God puts you in. Stop watching porn. By the way, do you think that porn is not fungible? Porn money is not fungible? You say, well, I don't look at kitty porn. Yeah, but a lot of these people who are making pornography... You know, a lot of them are also in child porn, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that money's fungible, right? And by the way, a lot of those people who are in porn were child oh, porn actors. 100%. You look at title. the number of people who are only fans. I promise you, if we looked at how many of them were sexually abused in the sex trade yes. or grew up in a, with a father mother whatever who was over sexual i promise you you're gonna find it's like 90 percent of them you don't have people going into only fans going into porn who were not in some way over sexualized correct mm-hmm. 
Correct. And so we're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks when we go to uh, talking about foster care system. But the foster care system, four times more likely to be trafficked. And, mm-hmm. that's, what, and that's what that lady was, uh, was, was referring to is right. how the foster care system and in the sponsorship system that we have right now that's very similar, the way it's being run is bad. I think fostering kids is one of the coolest things that you can do. It's one of the most noble things that you can do. Um, but what you can't, what you can't do is allow something like the foster care system as it is to continue being a pipeline for this garbage. Mm-hmm. Now, right, Mr. Producer wanted me to say this. He says a speaker at um, D now, D now uh, once told him boys take men give. So make sure that, that you are not a taker, but a giver in this life. And so when it comes to porn, save that for your wife or for your husband, if you're a girl, save, save that, save that for your partner, but also know that what you are doing is increasing their suffering. There was a line in the sound of freedom where the guy, Jim Caviezel asked this other character, why did you do this? And the guy said, I realized one day, I'm shortening it. I realized one day I saw a look into this one sex worker's soul and I realized that she was underage and I saw the sadness and I realized that I was the darkness in her eyes. If you are the darkness in someone's eyes, God help you. God help us all, right? God help us all, but God help you. And maybe you need to think about that. You need to realize that maybe, maybe you, if you are consuming porn, you are the darkness in someone's life. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that your life. You, you know, what was uh, interesting about that um, interview that Jordan Peterson had with Ballard and Caviezel was when he was talking to Ballard, Ballard was talking about um because he you know had talked about all of the videos and stuff that he has to watch and and write these reports on and and just you know real explicit reports so they can be in court and be used as evidence so they can get less than one strike on a california policy keep going right and he was talking about how some of these kids are so young that when sex is being performed on them, their bodies break. Bodies break. I mean, we're talking less than a year old. Yeah, get their bodies literally. Get your kids out of the break. room. Get your kids out of the room if you're in there. But a lot of these kids, when they're sold as meat for 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 that sort of activity under six months old, a lot of times the child does not survive and it's a one use item. Sometimes they, they do survive, but we're talking about permanent damage. And I, I, I want to be careful about how graphic I am here, but just imagine proportionally the damage that an adult could do to a child when performing an act like that. It is something that causes bleeding in death or at the very minimum permanent scarring it's the worst sort of thing and 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 then 
after we have heroes like like Ballard who go and do all of that, we take a big steaming dump on their work by not even prosecuting these pieces of human garbage who are doing it. And, and what's so interesting is is how the media just praised how great this movie Cuties was, and then, like you said, they're taking a dump on this movie sound of freedom they wouldn't even let it get produced or published it goes five years it's ridiculous and it is just absurd it just blows my mind i'm i i I can't understand it and the way who was it um these two uh uh publications what was it the Guardian and yes. Jezebel. Uh, Guardian and Rolling Stones, actually. Yeah, and they talked about how... How awesome Cuties how, were, was and how it was uh, a great coming of age. But then they said, oh, no, 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 The Sound of Freedom is a QAnon conspiracy thing. It's like, there was nothing about the QAnon conspiracy oh, it's, it's, in well, there. My it was favorite. made for the right-wing people to just pander to them to make it sound like it looked then like maybe, it was just Then maybe you're the evil and, ones, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Then maybe you're the evil sons of... Right. So the media Bucks. keeps kicking this movie down. I mean, and Josh Josh put in the uh, um, feed... I think it was Rolling Stones. Was like, oh, there are mixed reviews on this Sound of Freedom, and you know, people aren't sure they like this and whatnot. And then you go to Rotten Tomatoes, hundred percent audience score, seventy eight percent critic score. You go on Google, it's a ninety seven percent, you know, score. People like this movie. They see the purpose of the movie. They see the need of this movie. And the media is out there going mixed reviews. You might not want to go I, see I it. I don't know about y'all. Why don't you trust your institutions? Why don't you trust them? Why don't you trust them? Huh? This is huh? this is just the right wings trying to cause problems you know, and get us I into riles. I don't know crap. about y'all, but I went on opening night, and that movie place theater was packed and where i was we at. went the other night and it was packed we went a week or two late and it was packed yeah. and, and so packed. so here's here's so all of that to say this guys it's not a political thing it is a good versus evil and if one thing that's you, exactly if, what if it you could is. take one thing away from this podcast is that we are in a fight of good versus evil and there are casualties and there are casualties from bad ideas. And the casualties that we're talking about today are the most innocent, the most vulnerable, and the most helpless among us. We're talking about people, children who are snatched off the street at night, people who are taken from their parents under false pretenses. We, we're talking about people who are raised, they are born into captivity because their mother was taken and she is a brood mare. She is a cow that is calving for these people who want to create. And by the way, true story, not a QAnon BS story, real thing. There are women who are taken and their exclusive purpose, I say women, some of them are 14. Their exclusive purpose in life is to produce babies that will be used as meat mm-hmm. in the sex trade. And, 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 also- and it's a good versus evil thing. And they're also, and this this is a fact. Ballard talks about it, where they are used in West Africa. Yeah, talking about uh, brood mares, how they use these fourteen-year-old girls. They'll take these babies when they're six months old and use them for satanic rituals, and that's what they're selling them for. 
and like it or not, okay, so tinfoil hat coming on here, like it or not, adrenal chrome, adrenal chrome, there are people who do believe whether it does anything or not, there are people who think that drinking processed material from the blood of people who are tortured, especially if they're young, there are people who think that that helps them. There are people who think that that adds value. Uh, Spoiler alert, it. and I'm not a doctor, but um, it doesn't. No. In case you're wondering. It's pseudoscience. It's but they think not even pseudoscience. It's just bad. The fact that they think that the fact that they believe that doesn't matter. It's what they do with that belief. Malar it's the fact that they actually take children and they harm them. And then when they're done, they bleed them. We had California bipartisan agreement on this. Written by a Republican in California. Unanimously, the Senate goes, we need stronger protection we right. need to protect our kids but then when it came down to the vote no democrats would yeah. vote. Right. we have to stop looking at this as a political issue because that's why they all voted no so that or they got skin in the game which is another question you know, that we need to look at we did that, a, that was a very ugly pun but anyway we did a uh, skin in the game a unintentional pun. I do a lot of puns. That one was not intentional. We did a uh, yeah. podcast on during Easter one time when we talked about Moloch and yeah. uh, um, sacrificing of kids to Moloch. And this is exactly what that is. 100%. They are doing exactly that, sacrificing children to Moloch. And that's exactly what it is, whether by name and or by or by action. action. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in Moloch. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in adrenal chrome. There are wackos who are doing this garbage and it's documented. There are wackos who are doing it. I don't care if adrenal chrome works or if it doesn't work. There are people who believe it and they are paying for it in some of the, especially in some of these third world nations where they, again, you've never heard of the tribal custom of drinking blood to get the power from the person who is, who, who you're drinking the blood from or eating them. That's common barbarism. That's common barbarism. That's what cannibalism was. I'm, I'm, That's what I, they think they do. So yes. it's, it's common. So if you have people who do this. And you say that it's a conspiracy theory because we say that, yes, we found people doing this. You, you're using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. It's not a conspiracy theory if you find it and it's happening. It's there are whack jobs who are doing this. And I'm not saying that, you know, uh, uh, some Hollywood elites are doing that right now. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I don't care. You know what I do care about? I care about those kids who are 85,000 kids who are missing. Right. I don't care what's happening to them other than something is happening to them and they're missing. I want to stop whatever that is, whether it's sex, whether they are having to scrub dishes because they are enslaved and they're doing it for 18 hours a day. Whether they are being tortured and then bled for for their blood. I don't know. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Stop it. Whatever right. the heck it is. Stop it. Just stop. Stop bringing them across. So, again, it's an issue of did, did good you get and evil. That, that so, uh, link that I sent you. Yeah. Um, so, and, and by the way, yeah. Get, so that that was the office. I remember I said it was the office of, and it was refugee right. uh, uh, relocation. Relocation. Right. 
Office yeah. of Re O O R. So, o R R. Uh, link in the description uh, down below. We'll make sure we, we put that in there so you can see what the Office of the, o -R, the O O R offices do. O R R. Right. You good? You having a strong? I'm having a strong. <laughs> o R R. I smell burnt toast over here. Yes. Yeah. Definitely smelling burnt toast. So okay. Um, I think we've. So. I, think, go ahead. I do want to bring up, and kind of end this with. So what do we do? Yeah. Because you're gonna walk out of that movie with anger with rage you should walk out of oh, that movie with anger rage confusion sadness but what do you do okay the first thing is you hug your children and you tell them you love them yes right when you raise your children raise them not to think that physical touch is the only love yes okay um look look into foster look into adoptive care right see how your state does it and you don't have to foster adoptive to be part of that. You can help provide things, right? Get that, you know, look into that. Look into maybe there's a child trafficking organization, not a anti-child trafficking organization. There you go. Glad you clarified that. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of how to how <laughs> to break your local child trafficking. <laughs> maybe maybe to you let's by this podcast. Not. Um, but nope. look into ways to help. But if you're someone who's like, I don't have the time. That's not where my heart is. Then there are a few things you can do. Look at who you vote at for. Yes. Email your legislative and say, Do we have tougher crime? Do we have tougher punishments? If not, let's make them tougher. And by right. the way, they listen. By the way, get your church group, get your school group. If you're if you're not a church goer and, and you just have like your PTA, like I don't care who it is, get a bunch of people. There is a church in Texas that their local rep, when he got flooded with 400 different, by the way, when you write letters, do not all write and sign the same letter. Make each letter yourself. Take the extra two hours Correct. to do it. It makes a huge difference. If you have 400 letters, and they would do this, where they would hit them with 400 letters all or emails, all different, all from different people in the constituency, there's a lot of reps that go, holy cow man i'm gonna go ahead and uh listen yeah get email your, church, your reps get write your, PTA, your reps get your uh atheist uh satanic cult church whatever it is to write what whoever you are get something together and write your reps if that's who's listening get your people whoever your posse is together and say no i want i want i want pedophiles yeah. Head, and, decapitated and their head put on a pike and put outside the city so they say this is what we do to pedophiles. And you know what? And then look at preventative measures, right? Reevaluate your thoughts on border control. Yeah. Look and go, is my idea of I want everyone to feel loved worth my child? Think about your child. Would it yes. be worth your child being sex trafficked? Now I know a lot of people are going to be like, mm, don't help me think about my child that way. That ain't the way it's going to work. Okay, I don't give her because it is somebody's child. Yes, and yep. if, it, if you don't know the person, guess what? They're God's child. Well, it doesn't matter well, whose child it is. I'm, it's a it's someone who's innocent and they deserve the bare necessities of protection, food, and shelter. And these are things that are all withheld if they don't perform. Now these eighty five thousand. They can take into account these are 85,000 that they know of that are Correct. missing. Correct. And the number it could be astronomically more in the U.S. And, and the thing is, is that Houston, Texas is considered one of the major hubs in the United States for child trafficking because of the 
ports, yes, the rails, and the trucking that goes See, on. One more thing, did not know. And one more thing. And Dennis Mark, who we've had on the channel before and on the podcast before, yes. Dennis Mark said, yes, Houston is the number one hub spot in the U.S. for tra- for trafficking. As far as we know. And he went a little further to say, I don't actually think Houston is. And we said, really, that's a hot take. He says, we have more agencies and not-for-profits tracking this than anywhere else. By an order of magnitude, we have more people looking at this data. L.A., Chicago, New York. We don't know about those because no one there cares. Houston's one of the only places where you have 20, 30 nonprofit organizations and a huge amount of governmental infrastructure going in to try to understand. It could be so much worse than we know. We don't know. And that's terrifying. Those blue cities don't care. They don't care. And they don't look at it. And so it's a matter of good and evil. Again, I say it over and over again. Care. From the chair of theology, it's a matter of good and evil. And, and you know, uh, Jim Caviezel quoted this often in the a couple times, I think, in the uh, in the movie, at least once, if not two. He said, uh, uh, "Better that a millstone be hung around your neck and you thrown into the ocean than for you to harm one of these little ones." And yep. what? And may I Amen. suggest? May I suggest? A little bit of a, this is a little bit of a, this might be an eisegesis here. It might be a little bit of me saying it in, but you take Exodus 33, six, or not Exodus, Ezekiel 33, six, uh, 6, and Christ's words in the context of the plenary interpretation of the scripture. If the watchman on the wall does not sound the alarm and someone is harmed, that person's blood will be on the watchman's head. Right. Bro. Okay. Yes. So That's my right. my roommate's a do- my old roommate is a doctor. Okay. Right. My roommate and I have a duel to the death. Now, okay. what this is is literally a duel. First one to die loses. Right. But we have we have silly rules up with it. You know, like we can't influence the other person's death. We can't kill the other person. Yeah. You know, fun, all in lighthearted good humor. It came up one day, and we asked if we see harm coming to the other person, we don't do anything. We we don't save them. We let them die. Is that allowed in this duel? And he comes back. He goes, so I went into the medic, the Harvard medical book. And he went and looked and he goes, not taking action to save someone's life is immoral for a doctor to do. And you can lose your medical license. Yes. So even Harvard medical doctors are, if you don't take action to save someone, that is wrong. Correct. Not ringing the bell. For doctors. For doctors doctors voting voting because you think that this person is white black brown or whatever when they are not tough on crime when they say when they're the person who pushed back on a ban on uh, or, or on, on a law that would give you a better uh, authority to charge pedophiles and sex traffickers i mean it's like that person you voting for that person for whatever the other reasons are, I'm sorry. It's like, and one time I, I had this one, one, one conversation with the lady back in 2007, 2008. And uh, uh, the really nice lady, she's a pastor's wife. And we had this conversation and, and she goes, uh, she goes, okay, I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And I said, really? I said, you're, you're, a, you're a strong Christian woman. You're a pastor's wife. Well, why, why would you do that? Well, I think it's better when a woman's in charge. She goes, okay. I said, really? Are, are, do you, are you pro-abortion? She goes, no, absolutely not. Abortion's murder. I said, uh, do, do you want the government to have more of your money? No, absolutely not. What do you think about gay marriage? No, it's not godly. Then why are you voting for Hillary Clinton? And she goes, because a woman. And I'm like, well, 
that's not a good reason. All these other things are things that she stands for. She just happens to be a woman. And then Hillary got knocked out and it was Obama on the ticket. And I go, okay, so who are you voting for? She goes, Obama. I'm like, gotta be kidding me. Why? Because he's black. You, know, you people, voting for that person, you voting for that person that way. I'm sorry. I, I, I love this woman. She's a sweet woman. But I'm going to say that. That is a sin. Misguided. That vote is a sin. Better. Vote better. Vote better. Vote better. And also, and also remember, do not be afraid to talk about it. When someone says, oh, it's the merciful, kind thing to do. Oh, you mean uh, encouraging child, child sex trafficking? Oh, you mean uh, allowing pedophiles to get out yeah. in two years? Inform people. If you do nothing else, listen to this podcast and be like, hey, you know, family conversation, Thanksgiving night. You know what? Bring it up. Just ask questions. You know, just bring, ask it, questions. bring it up with people because they may not know. Bring up the movie Sound of Freedom. Go see the movie. If And I'll tell you, if you can't afford it, they have free tickets. They do? Yeah. If you are in a tight budget and you go, I can't afford to see this movie. We're on welfare. I can't make my house payment this month. You know what? They have free tickets so you can go see the movie. And That's you, how important this is. And you can buy a ticket for someone who's less fortunate. <coughs> yes. And you can have it sent to them. Now, here's the thing also that when you mentioned about the watchman on the wall not saying anything and the blood shall be on his head. Well, that's God's law. Now, man's law, you know what they say? Don't do anything. Don't get involved. Call nine one one and let the police take care of it. That's that's what it's turned into. Yes, that's what it's turned into. And so, what do you do? You wait around for the cops while a situation happens, occurs. (laughs) Evil has already happened, come and gone, and the police show up and draw a chalk line and write a report. And we can't do that with our kids. We just can't. I it's too late. don't want a tiny chalk line. It's too late. It's too you know. late. And, 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 and if it's them being trafficked, it's too late. So wrapping up for the day, final thoughts from, from each chair. If you, have a res- if you have a responsibility, do not fulfill that responsibility. Uh, I'm trying to remember which book of the Bible it was. To him who knows better and does not do it, it is a sin. I want to say that's James. But all that to say... Sins of omission are just as bad as sins of commission. Make sure, make sure that you, if you live in America and you do not vote and you do not take part of the process, you say the government and the politics are icky. Well, guess what? You know, Esau was given the birthright, the spiritual birthright, which meant that he had the spiritual authority. He had the ability to lead his family and he got the wealth. In America, we are living in wealth, wealth that is unparalleled. But if you don't take the spiritual authority, you will lose both, just as Esau did. Do not commit the sin of Esau. Yep. Chair of philosophy today. Is, I, there are so many philosophies I could take here. And, and there's a lot of obvious ones. You know, I go back to a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I don't know, a month ago, and the chair of philosophy's response was stop screwing the children. Yeah. You know, stop messing with the kids. We're back to that, right? Same point. Stop messing with the kids. But I think I'm going to take a more actionable one here. I'm going to say chair philosophy is you need to relook at your philosophy. This is a call to action to relook at how you feel about certain things in the eyes of could this be helping child trafficking? Mm-hmm. Start looking at things in a broader picture. 
border patrol hard on crime right lgbtq ai2 plus i don't know et cetera. yeah et cetera, et cetera, right et cetera. start looking at your beliefs and you're hey we should let this go this is fine for adults and start realizing people are evil we are born evil and the lord jesus saves us right but this is good versus evil and people are evil and stop looking at people as good because until we fix this child trafficking, I ain't seen nobody as good until they prove it to me. Until they prove to me they are followers of the Lord Jesus and they are actually following. Amen. Right on. And and culturally, you know, we can look around and see that our that our culture is falling down. We can look at our schools, we can look at all of the 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 things politically that's going on. We can look at all these different parades that are happening. We can look at everything that's happening, all of the uh, different, whatever you want to call them. You name it, it's happening, and it's turning in the wrong direction. You and I, we all know what we're talking about here, and we're talking about whether it's the wrong decisions for pedophiles, whether it's, you know, trying to turn young kids into saying they're different pronouns or trying to change them in from a boy to a girl or vice versa. And we know what happens with that. Suicides. Going around killing other people. That's not good. So culturally, things are falling down. So people need to go and take a look at themselves and their families and look at their kids and go, do I want my kids to continue down this path? And you go, of course not. Do the right thing, men and women. Go and find a church. Go into it and find the right one for your family and start listening to what's going on and go and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And, you know, not everything in your life is going to change immediately, but you will see the change in yourself, and your children will see that change. It's not like you're going to overnight going to become a millionaire. It doesn't happen. That's not what it's about. It's about your change in your spirit, what's going to change in your life, and where you're going to end up at the end of life. And that's going to be with the Lord God Almighty. And that's where everybody needs to end up thinking about going. Amen. So just a note on the economic, we talked about politics, economic side of things. Just remember, your value and your children's value is of inestimable worth. There is more value in a child than can ever be shelled out in Yankee greenbacks. And by the way, what Satan loves to do is destroy what God has created. That innocence, that value, he wants to take it. And we are in a spiritual war. I'm saying spiritual war. This is not a call to violence. This is not a call to this or that. This is a call to 
the dead church in America. And I said, the dead church, you heard me. Wake up. Come alive. We are losing the most important and precious commodities we have. And that is the future. With an estimated 2 million or more children in sexual slavery here. That's insane. That's insane. $50 billion Time industry. to fix it. Time to grow as a nation. If you like this podcast, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for over 200,000 downloads on the uh, audio. Thank right. you. It is a you. privilege that you guys have actually taken your time out of your days to listen to us. We, we do appreciate that. Uh, with that said, we are on YouTube. We are on Rumble. YouTube is de- leading views. So please share this podcast and uh, bump us up a little bit. Check your subscription. Make sure you like. Make sure you share. Ring the notification bell because actual subscription doesn't mean anything. you got to ring the little bell under notifications. That way you hear and see whenever we uh, put something. And uh, if you're going to write an angry hate comment, uh, I'm looking forward to reading Do it. it. Do it. They're my Do favorite it. moments yes. of the day. Love we love reading them. those. So go ahead and send them in. Uh, with that said, if you disliked it again, leave an angry hate comment. It helps the algorithm. Thank you. And smash that dislike button twice or some multiple of two. Yes. Uh, it, it'll relieve the frustration. It's that double dislike. It really it hurts us more. Yeah. With that said, we love you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. If you're still here. Turn that off. We did put you asleep. Or, or... You are a super listener. So with that said, uh, I am not going to make a joke about today. Instead, I'm going to say, what is your favorite type of cloth for clothing? Favorite favorite, uh, material for shirt or Mm, pants? For a shirt? For shirt or pants. Do you like cloth? You know what? Do you like cotton, denim, dry fit? You know what I like pants-wise? Okay? Because I'm a big jean wearer. I wear a guy. lot of jeans. I, you know, oh, I am. So do I, man. Recently, by recently, I mean within the last five years of my life, because I'm old, I have discovered huh? stretchy jeans. Stretchy jeans, yes. Okay. I used to be the, the Wrangler and the, you know, so yep. the, the tight jeans. They ain't got no stretch. Now I've got jeans that stretch. stretch. I'm like, oh, these comfy. Yeah, they are comfy. I, You know, the last five years, I need my jeans to be a little, little bit stretchy. And then they, they just be nice. You know, Daniel, if it's on the floor, it can't drop anymore. Keep going. <laughs> He's over there dropping his phone over and over. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I like some stretchy jeans. Do you? Yeah. Steve? Oh. Well, I I enjoy wearing, man, I pretty much wear jeans all the time and really enjoy these dry fit. Dry fit type shirts a he's lot because really i do invested in them invest yeah he's wearing a vest for those in audio yeah. he's wearing a vest so and uh Very gotten ready. into wearing a vest a lot i kind of like doing that because i keep all kinds of garbage in them oh that's a nice pen i'm you a like dry that? fit guy personally see you like that a oh guy gosh. from the church here made that for me you like that yeah. pretty cool huh? nice made those and um anyway and but yeah, because I do a lot of uh, fishing a lot, and, you know, during the summer. And then uh, at times uh, during the winter, I wear a lot of camo because I hunt a lot. Dry fit's my thing, although I'm usually in a uh, pair of slacks and 
off in a suit. But not today. Kind of a chill day. So uh, I love dry fit. It's my favorite thing to wear. Mine and too. people laugh at me when I'm in full dry fit with uh, full full. We arms. were on a river float. Yeah. Man, we were I floating down a river. This man comes out looking like he's going to a business meeting. Who wasn't with his burned? Button up and dry his, and hey, his nice sleeves, pants and pants, man. Yeah, no sunburn. That's where to go when you when you're on yeah. the river. Tell us down below what your favorite uh, material for clothing is. Just make it wild in the comment section. Thank you so much. We love yep. you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.